about that cigar? How about that cigar? How about that cigar? That was a fun. Ooh. That was a fun intro. That was. Don't talk about my raccoon. That don't. Way. Yeah, guys, welcome to episode number ninety. Can you believe it? Episode ninety of How Nine About That Cigar Live, zero. live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Take a minute, share us out to your favorite Facebook cigar groups. Uh, watch us on YouTube. And uh, share us out from there as well. Uh, as always, again, from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, let's talk about the Drew Estate Undercrown Shady 20 and Undercrown Dojo Dogma Maduro. Live now in Drew Estate's Drew Diplomat Retailers Nationwide, both the Undercrown Shady 20 and Dog- Dojo Dogma Maduro share a powerful blend similar to the Undercrown Corona Viva, each with a stock-cut toothy San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Connecticut stock-cut Habano binder, and the highest quality Nicaraguan and Brazilian fillers. The Shady 20 is a 5 by 50 box-pressed Bellicosto, well-aged and packing a punch while remaining smooth and sophisticated. The Dojo Dogma Maduro is a unique 6 by 56 box-pressed Toro packaged in stunning 10-count boxes for 2020. For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, don't adjust your sets. We have a uh, we have another human being with us here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Uh, you guys may remember Andrew Tolzman. He is a contributor to How About That Cigar, has written a few articles for us on uh, cigar destinations, and has been on the show a few times. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Glad to have you here. It's always good to have... Uh, uh, you know, another another mind to uh, to help us out with the show, and and he brought scotch, so I'm not upset about that. I so, think if you want to get on the show, all you have to do is bring Matt scotch, scotch bourbon. <laughs> Sorry, pickled, coughing right now. Pickled pig's feet. Welcome to the show, guys. As always, if you have uh, questions, comments, tell us what you're smoking and drinking in the comments. Thank you, guys, for uh, for joining us this evening. I can't yeah. believe so. So 2020 is. Coming to a close, uh, thank God for that. Um, but here's the thing: it's uh, you know we're gonna wake up on January first, and you know it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a Saturday. I don't think there's really gonna wait a Friday. Friday, it'll be a Friday. I don't, you know, I, I'm excited for the new year. Don't get me wrong, but you know, let's uh, let's just keep all doing you know what we're supposed to be doing and not maybe worry so much about the uh the number on the year because i think in the end we still have a lot of we still have a lot of work to do so cheers sorry i'm busy sharing garrett's stuff busy out. sharing stuff I'm out getting so um do you want to talk about your your minnesota vikings uh the what the who now <laughs> you know uh, what we talk about you so know, during football season here's what i'm gonna say uh, I continue to put the egg on my face every year, uh, preemptively preseason. I'm like all gung ho and, uh, admittedly, and I think I even said it live on the show at the beginning of the season, I kind of offered my condolences to Matt and the Packers early on said, you know, Hey, every once in a while, we all need to have a rebuilding year thinking that Minnesota was going to be at the top of the division. Uh, It was going to be Green Bay and the Bears fighting for that maybe wild card spot um, with uh, the Lions in the tank. (sighs) 
It didn't really. It didn't really work out it that did, way. No, no, it didn't. Does Zim need to go? Because let's be honest, his defense sucked, and he's a defensive Dude, guy. I know. Last week, here's here's my only defense for Zim is I still believe in uh, the schemes, everything that he does defensively. Uh, he's got a. I mean, the Vikings are a very young team defensively. <laughs> Um, they are all that, of our corners. Yeah, are very young. Uh, the only exception would be our safeties, which we've got one stud safety, and um, you know the rest we're working with uh, young guys or probably you know I don't know. Yeah, bench benchers. So I will say this: I was, I knew that this game for the Packers this weekend was going to be a big statement game because. Tennessee is a very good team. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was the most effective scoring offense in the NFL going into this game. And the the Packers have struggled against um, a, f- a few teams this season. Uh, Indianapolis, you know, uh, we turned the ball over a lot, which never helps. But we, I mean, for, for Green Bay to be able to hold... Uh, the Titans to 14 points was pretty, pretty incredible. And it was, you know, it was a, it was a great green Bay type of game. It was a Lambeau field type of game, a lot of snow, but this new kid, AJ Dillon, the new running back, the two two touchdowns and what, 140 yards. He went into stud mode. Yeah. And, and so I think about this going into, because, um, uh, Williams are so we got we got Jones and we got Williams Jamal and, Williams, and Jamal yeah. Williams mm-hmm. and now we got AJ Dillon and I'm thinking when Will because Williams was out with an injury and I'm thinking having those three running backs going into the playoffs and having Devonte Adams and I mean it's really Devon I mean Tunyon as a tight end yeah yeah I love that guy no so. you know so what uh, our our buddy Pickle is saying, you know, no excuses. We did have one of the top defenses last year. Last year, that's true. However, I will retort with the fact we had several key losses, not only in the defensive line, but in the linebacking core. We lost a safety and we lost two uh, experienced corners, I'll say. Yeah. But not studs. So, uh, Tonight, guys, we're doing a we're doing a cigar swap. So I gave Garrett uh, an unbanded cigar. Uh, he has no idea what it is. He just fired it up. Um, Garrett gave a cigar, an unbanded cigar, to to Andrew and also to me. I'm I'm about to fire this up. It is a uh, Bellicoso cigar. It looks like it's either a shaggy foot or it's damaged. I think it's just damaged. But yeah, and I don't know what so, it. it Looked fine. I have no clue what this is. I'm about to fire it up right now. Um, How's your your smell? It's all right. Oh, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? All right, guys this this is a good exercise when you're about to light up a cigar. Don't hesitate to, you know, get the cigar. You know, give it a little love. I'm going to cut it. 
this is my cutter. I put the cigar in my mouth already, but it's my cutter, so it's all safe. Um, and I'm going to give it a little cold draw here. What the hell is that? Okay, this is weird. And also, take the foot of the cigar down here where you light it before it's lit. Don't do this after it's lit. Get it right up in your nose. <laughs> and really, really get a good will. Oh, that is a very strange smell. It's not a cigar smell. It's it's like it's like the floor of a taxi cab. Delicious. Mm. No, it's like it's it's honestly like like brown brown liquor, like spirits. Yeah, and I want to know why Orlando's Cowboys, who are sitting at three and ten, <laughs> can make the playoffs. I think it's a little better than three and ten, but not yeah. by much. But not by much. Yeah, it's it well, very, it's, the, it's the NFC least. It is. It really is. That is a pretty rough division this year. Yeah, it's there. It, it's almost like every team in that division is vying for the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, we, no, no, Jet- we want the number one pick. No, <laughs> well, we do. The Jets definitely lost the number one pick by winning their second game of the season. So that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's sad. I don't know about you guys, but. You wish they would have wishing no wishing your team would lose would lose. I agree. I, agree. I, I think that I think it's terrible, and yeah. that's and that's American sports. Well, and but, you, you could tell by the looks on the faces of the Jets players when they won that game that they care more about winning than they do about the draft picks. The players themselves, oh, yeah. they actually they go out there, they want to win every game they participate Absolutely. in, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Like like Orlando, he called me when the Vikings were playing the Dallas Cowboys. We're like, tell your boys to get their shit together because we have a number one draft pick that we're trying to get. And uh, I just I think that's sad. I don't know. I I am much more of the uh, European sports guy of this group. And uh, there are no draft picks in in European anything, it seems like. And maybe someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but. I watch motorsports and soccer, and there's there's no such thing. So you always want your team to win, no matter what, no matter how bad of a season they're having. You want them to win. So I don't know. I I think that's sad in American sports because it it's is. in it's in every sport, really. So uh, I I will I will say that, um, and, and I told Matt that can I wasn't going can everybody, to. I mean, you guys are watching. You can see the look on my face right now. This is. I just got a whiff of it, and it is indeed. This is horrifying. Strange. This is bad. I mean, you know, and I'm I'm sorry if if, if anybody from the whoever ends up being the manufacturer, I'm sorry, you know, but I'm just keeping it real right now. And and yeah, I'm still, I'm, you know, you guys know that I had COVID, and I I got a pretty nasty case of some pneumonia and other stuff afterwards, and. So I'm still coming back and I'm definitely not at a hundred percent when it comes to my palate and my, you know, my, my nose, but it's, it's definitely gotten better over the last week or so, but this, I mean, this is bad. Well, and people pay about $20 for that cigar. This is, I, I, I can't, I don't want to keep smoking it. And that's why I gave you two. Is, is okay, this a, good. is this a give it time type of scenario? No, not at all. Okay. No, it, I, I just this is I mean and you guys it's, can it's, see I've I barely made it an eighth of an inch it's like one two of puffs those, into this cigar. It's one of those cigars that ah um, I gotta take a drink of scotch. It's so bad. You know you almost know it when you smell it if you've either had it or been in the room when the cigar is being smoked. 
So it does. It's not sweet. Mm-mm. So it's not like an infused cigar. It doesn't have a sweetened tip like acids or 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 fat bottom well, Betty's or I whatever. Say that it's not infused. Well, it's not. It's it's not a. It's not like acid infused. Yeah. It's yeah. So all right, because I'm gonna dump it, and and so Gary <laughs> gave me something else. Risty. Wow. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that's, that's priceless. Uh, I, don't, I don't make a twenty dollars cigar that size. That's good. That was solid. That's good. Um, what? All right. What is it? Because I'm not going to keep smoking it. All right. Any guesses? Any legitimate guesses? I'm getting. I'm getting this like, like, what you would smell from a candle that's supposed to be like whiskey scented candle. Yep. It's this fake. Mm-hmm. It, it's this fake bottled cheap plastic bottle whiskey kind of smell mm. well makers mark would have something to say about that oh <laughs> is that what it's a, so it is it the gurkha yeah. ma- makers mark yeah yeah i'm sorry gurkha i i it's you guys know that i just i'm gonna keep it real and it's fucking horrible <laughs> i'm sorry i i don't mean to be disrespectful but it's awful <laughs> It is it is awful. Uh, Probably lose. Well, I'm not. I'm not worried about them. Yeah, I'm not. It's so. Thank you for giving me a second cigar to let you because are that's not. It's not I'm, even April first. I know this is so. This is do. so bad. I'm not even going to set it on the char ashtray. It's. I'm throwing it on the floor of the garage. It's that bad. It literally is on the floor, rolling away. It's gross. It so I'm You're gonna, welcome. Here's. Here's an actual. Can I trust this one? This, you can okay, trust good. that one. Yeah. All right. Let me. I'll cut it and light it. So. Um. Yeah. So there is another makers one. Somebody else makes a makers. Who is that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. The only I I have heard of a couple weeks ago. Somebody said I am familiar with the fact that Gurkha makes a cigar that is infused with or. There's a King Louis one. One of the one yeah, of the leaves. Yeah. One of the leaves, I think. One of the filler leaves is is aged in a Maker's Mark barrel or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, but it's I there. So there are cigars that have that where some of the cigar, some of the leaf is aged in a in a bourbon barrel or something like that. Uh, the uh, the Diesel Whiskey Row, mm-hmm. very very good cigar. The Ted's cigars. Ted's. Okay, yes. Ted's was the other one. So the I'm, diesel whiskey row line, very nice cigars. Uh, subtle little bits of you know the the sort of the nose from from whiskey that you get. Um, uh, my brain is fried right now because that cigar literally just burned my brain out of my head. I should do that more often. Um, hey, buddy, I got a cigar for you. Yeah. <laughs> now this one, this one is is much better. It actually tastes cold draws like a cigar. The draw is very nice and open. Um, I can't wait for us to gif. Well, there's nice uh, that reaction you get video nice, from Matt. You get nice aromas of like vanilla from the foot, so that's very nice. Kind of grassy on the cold draw. That's it's so nice to have my palate coming back. Yeah, and for those so. who have had had COVID and then you know get back into cigars, it's it's a it takes some time. It does. Did it, you have COVID? I did. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we've all three. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed the COVID experience of 2020. I, uh, and I don't know how far you guys took it, but 
um, I was so angry one night that I couldn't taste my soup. I love soups. So angry. I went to the kitchen and I bit an onion like an apple. Nothing. Nothing. Other than my eyes. Did you video that? Yeah, no, you should. I, you I was I was too mad. I was at that point I was uh I was upset about, you know, uh, my family was fantastic um about the fact that I was quarantined. They would, you know, get me food and stuff and we kept everything very separate, you know, and thank goodness nobody else in the house got it. But I got so sick of being in that room um that and not tasting the soup. It was I don't know, it was like 11 o'clock at night and wife wasn't too happy about me just you know breaking out of the cage but <laughs> i was done at that point and yeah. i went and i went to the fridge and i bit this onion like an apple the only thing that happened were my eyes cried you know huh. and uh, i appreciate that coop i will have to we'll have to take we're gonna gift that <laughs> take it was an so excerpt good. out of that and save it for yeah. for the future that was you know, again, I don't mean any disrespect towards any manufacturers, but that cigar was terrible. It was just, it was terrible. This one, um, you know, just a couple puffs into it, this, this next one, it's starting out very nice. So it actually, you know, it tastes like a cigar and it's got a very nice aroma to it. So thank you for not forcing me to smoke through the rest of that. Well, hey, I, I foresaw that. Jorge from Punta Cana. Oh, Thanks for joining Jorge. us. I, my oh. wife and I went to Punta Cana in 2017 and we loved it. Beautiful place. I uh, had an absolute blast while we were there. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> well, send us some, Risty, and we'll... We should do that. Oh, <laughs> hey No, that was mean. That was mean. Oh, no, you know it's nothing but love. Um, so let's, uh, let's jump into our regular segment this week. Uh, as always, guys, our main segment of the show brought to us by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So what we wanted to do tonight, guys, is, um, you know, we're doing the, the uh, cigar swap, uh, which is always fun just to smoke something that, um, you know, you're not sure what you're smoking, just to try to get some flavor notes out of it. And we'll discuss those kind of as we go along. Um, but we also wanted to kind of take a look back at 2020 at some of the great guests that we were fortunate enough to have on the show um, during during this year. And we also want to sort of take a little bit of a look ahead at 2021 um, nothing major, just kind of some general predictions about what we think, uh, we might see from the world in general, uh, and maybe a couple things from the cigar world that we might see, uh, in the upcoming year. Um, and you know, hopefully, uh, there's a little optimism in there, but you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to manage and measure my optimism because it's a little, uh, it's a little tough to come by optimism right now. So, you know, it is, it is what it is, but um, you know, going back all the way to the beginning of of 2020 was was pretty awesome because you know even now you know at the end of this year 
we're still new at this, you know, and we're uh, baby steps. You know, we're taking baby steps. We're learning a lot as we go along the way. And it's been absolutely awesome getting to know so many people from the cigar industry because, you know, I say it all the time. Cigar people are the best people. They are. And it's, you know, when we go back to think about people who've been on the show, it, we've been really fortunate oh. to have some some heavy hitters in the industry and, and also have some new kind of up and coming people who who haven't really made a name for themselves yet in the industry in the industry, but are really yep. trying to, yeah. you know, uh, and that's been the fun part for absolutely. me, yeah. you know, to have, you know, there's, there's rock stars that we've been able to have on that show and on the show. And it's been an unbelievable blessing. And, um, equally as awesome is these new guys coming in, um, and telling their stories. And it's, people that we have brought in that aren't looking to make a quick buck, you know, that genuinely love cigars. They love the industry yeah. and it's the stories. I've just really loved them. Yeah. So when we go back to the beginning of 2020, our first show of the year was actually Alan Rubin from, from Alec Bradley, which um, I was fortunate to get to know Alan a little bit when I was at blind man's puff and um, you know, this new, with the new venture with how about that cigar, you never know what, how people are going to react. I, and totally, he wasn't doing shows at right, this point. Not, he really not wasn't really. Doing shows. I mean, he very rarely ever did show. He definitely, and yeah. 2020s brought this out in a lot right. of people where yep. a lot of people are doing shows that never did shows before they kind of learned. It's like, man, we got to come up with a new way to market ourselves. Right. But Alan, I reached out to him thinking, you know, not, not in a disrespectful way. I don't mean this at all. I just, know that he's he he's pretty careful with his time you know reaching out to him and i fully expected you know uh to have maybe a few weeks go by and then get a kind email back saying thank you but we're not you know we're not interested i got an email back almost immediately saying yeah let's do it let's yeah. do it send me the info and and he was so gracious to come on we talked a lot about his brands his sons we talked about um a, a lot of legislative stuff because he's really yeah. deeply involved in stuff like that, which is cool. Yep. Um, and then right after that, we get Nick Melillo from Foundation Cigars, which is, again, it's just awesome. It's insane that, you know, that he would be gracious enough to come on a brand new show like ours. But uh, he was great because, you know, he's one of those. There, there are a lot of people in the industry with really deep knowledge of the leaf of the tobacco itself. And he's one of those guys. So it's cool to learn, uh, you know, kind of some of the intricate stuff about the tobacco plants themselves and, and, mm -hmm. you know, how they turn them into these awesome, uh, awesome products. Um, and then we get to talk to Scott Pierce from the PCA, which was, it was kind of an interesting interview. You know, we, we definitely did not hold back. No, you know, we were, and this was right after the, um, the announcement about um, the the boxes. show cancellation. No? no, no, it wasn't the show cancellation. It was. It was. Um, um, wasn't it about the uh, the boxes and uh, no the packaging? Gosh, I'm having the worst time remembering right now. I still got COVID brain. Um, but it was. It was. It was right after a major announcement of some of some kind that um, I don't recall right now. Right. Um, and he came on and talked to us about it. And it was, you know, we, we asked some tough questions of him, uh, you know, kind of one, one of them being, what the hell are we paying you for? 
-hmm. And he was candid about it. He was very honest with his answers. We appreciated his time. Um, PC had a rough year, man. And I don't think they did everything right, but I, I still believe that there, we need the PCA that we need the PCA. I just, I, I hope that they, um, learn from as, as we all do. I hope they learn from their mistakes. Yeah. You know, we all have to learn from our mistakes and, you know, figure something. The big four. Thank you, Coop. Oh, that's right. It was, it was right after the announcement of the, uh, uh, the big four companies pulling out of Of the the PCA PCA, trade show, which had nothing to do with COVID at this time. Yeah. At this time it had nothing to do with that. They just, they, they, it was, it was kind of based around the whole, uh, cigar con thing and just, you know, falling out, you know, losing some trust in the organization as a whole. So thanks. Thanks for that reminder. Will um, and then we talked to then we had a cool you know old visit with old friends from Blind Man's Puff. Oh, that was fun. So we get Emmett and Zane, and Zane. Um, Emmett and Zane, yeah. and Zane sadly couldn't smoke with us because he was at a hotel. But uh, and this was kind of actually the time that the we were doing a lot of our shows from Sodis. Yeah, we did we did months and months where the shows from Sodis, even going back into uh, twenty nineteen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Sodi cigars, you know, they were, um, they were kind enough to say, Hey, why don't you come? Because in the really cold winter months before we had the studio set up and heated and everything here, they were kind enough to say, come do the show here. I actually think, uh, the last show of 2019 was there. Cause I think I was yes, there. It was yeah, yeah. The, the cigar of the year show. Yeah, and Cause you were I'm there. not yeah. traveling much this time of year. Yeah. So I was able to yeah. swing by. Well, and, and you've been kind of grounded because well, of COVID and everything. And you traveled so much. That was one of your big things that you helped with us is, you know, you get to go to so many cities during your regular travels in your work that you would go and visit these different cigar shops that all have, you know, cool stories and cool people, but you haven't been able to do that. Well, I, I hit the road back at the end of June. So we had like a three and a half month hiatus uh, of no travel from the beginning of uh, March to uh, like June 22nd, I think was my first mm-hmm. trip back. But everywhere we went, or most places that we went, or I went, uh, cigar lounges might not have been open for in-store smoking. Yeah, uh, Some were, some most weren't. The The ones I was most excited about were actually in Dubai. Uh, oh, yeah. That was, there's, there's a whole bunch of really cool locations. The pictures uh, from Dubai were staying. awesome. But every single lounge was closed. Actually, I take that back. There was one that was open, but they had uh, diminished hours because of yeah. COVID. And we work, sometimes we work late. And there was, you know, by the time we get off of work and, and grab dinner, it was just, they're closed. So right. I was really bummed out because there was what actually was the, a really cool one in my hotel. That I what was the pricing like in in Dubai? Was it, are their prices really high or, or not? So... I could only buy cigars at, uh, so my hotel was right by the Dubai mall, which is, I believe the largest mall in the world right now. Um, and through a series of fortunate events, I was given a $250 gift card that I could use at the mall. And they had a cigar shop, not a lounge, but just a shop. And, uh, I think their prices were pretty on par with was so everywhere that else $250 gift card was good for one cigar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I bought, uh, I probably brought home 15 or 20 cigars, mainly Cubans because it's so hard to get here. Yep. Uh, and then I, I found something else to blow the rest on, but yeah. uh, that was a, a real bummer for me. Yeah. yeah. And if you guys aren't, uh, you know, if you haven't seen Andrew or, you know, um, he is a voice coach for donkeys internationally <laughs> and he goes around and he trains 
He trains donkeys to donkeys speak. Donkeys and goats. And go- goats all. Ma- goats, mainly donkeys. Ma- mainly mainly donkeys. donkeys. What? <laughs> Just roll with it. Just go with it. Just go with it. No, he has actually the, probably of of the sphere of friends, one of the coolest jobs ever. Yes. Could you uh, I work him- for a, a race car simulator company based in, in Los Angeles. And I, I'm based here in the Twin Cities. Um, but my job is essentially to install these things around the world for people that buy them. Uh, and I also run the, the rentals division. So we, uh, that the, the, the whole events industry just got hammered this year. So I think my last event was yeah. in February and I've done zero events since, uh, and we really don't know when it's going to happen again. And that, that right there, uh, I, I end up in Orlando a lot for trade shows. Well, right? yeah, that's the, and uh, my favorite spot is uh, Corona. Yeah. Yeah. It's spectacular. Well, but January first, everything's just magically gonna go back to normal, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, no more masks. Well, no I, more social distancing. January seventh. January seventh. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, that's really not true. But we shall see. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, so, 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 kind of continuing down the train of of uh, show Ooh. guests that we had this year. Uh, back on the legislative side, we had Glenn Loop uh, from the Cigar Rights of America. He has actually stepped away from his role at Cigar Rights of America, but he's kind of he's on he's a consultant now, I believe, with mm-hmm. the PCA. Right. Um, so he's still involved, and I had a feeling he was going to stay involved. Uh, but um, you know, I think I think there are a lot of moving parts there, and you know, the whys. You know, we can have him on the show again uh, this year to discuss that, but. Um, I'm glad he's still involved because I think he's a very smart guy and I think he actually well, on the relationships. Yeah. He has a lot of relationships and he yeah. actually, this, this is a culture that he actually cares about. Oh, for sure. He's not just a, he's not just a lawyer who's looking for a, you know, a lobbying gig. He actually cares about this culture. Yep. So I think that's good. Um, that next, this is, this one's actually really cool to me. The next guest we had was Juan Martinez from, mm-hmm. Uh, from Hoy de Nicaragua. And this is actually his, his interview on, on our How About That Cigar Facebook, which a lot of you guys are watching in, uh, live right now. His interview is, has the most views and the most minutes viewed of any interview of any guest we've ever had on the show, which I think is awesome. Uh, yeah. And he had, we, we had a great time talking to him, and, and he was a, a, a great, great guest. guest. So we, we were looking forward to getting him on again. Um, and then we had Robert Caldwell, which Robert is is a blast to talk to. He's an absolute kook. I think you the, guys spent more time laughing during that one. We did. Than, we 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 had such yeah. a blast with Robert. And I, I wish I would have had a, a button up shirt. <laughs> I know. Get you know. Get, get the it, taco meat going. Get it all the way down. You know, to the belly button. Yeah. Get some medallions, some some beads, some yeah, chains, yeah. extensions. But th- here, this was this was one of those you know, where we learned from our mistakes. I didn't reset the audio input device. Oh, that's so instead right. of, instead of our audio going through these nice, you know, microphones, it was the web, the audio went through the cheap built-in microphone on the webcam and it sounds like ass. So yeah. I'm sorry if you have listened to the audio podcast of that interview or gone back and, and watched the, the interview on, on YouTube or, or Facebook. I'm sorry. The audio is terrible. It's another one of those where you learn from your mistakes. Well, and, uh, Quentin has a great comment about, uh, racing simulators, Ristafari oh. 2021. So, uh, we can we, make that happen. What are we, what are we looking at? 
well, with the friends and family discount, it's still not cheap. Okay. Uh, well, hey, we'll, 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 we'll talk. Well, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, and then we, um, speaking of, speaking of Ristafari, we're actually coming up. We're close to it. Um, but the show, the next show we had, we actually went live to Tobacco Grove and talked to Jeff Hogan from Crux. Yeah. And always doing, doing anything on location you know, is, is a blast. It's, yep. it's more work for us. Cause we got to haul all the gear and set up everything. And you never know kind of what situation you're going to run into, but tobacco grow is a great shop. They have huge tons of space. Great selection. Jeff, Jeff was great. You know, great selection. To, oh yeah. 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 Selection. I had never been out there until a couple of months ago. Oh really? Yeah. yeah it's, it's a well, great who goes spot. To Maple Grove? Yeah. I did That's for, funny. for eight years for work, but <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a great spot. Um, then after that, we had uh, John Carney from LFD Cigars, which was awesome. We and and you know John, we've become fast friends over this past year, uh, and we have some stuff actually in the development stage with uh, with uh, with John and the guys over at uh, Hacking Gourmet. So stay yep. tuned for that. Yeah. Um, and then we have Ristafari Twenty Twenty, <laughs> which was i mean we've talked about it before on the show but oh man i mean it was my first time (laughs) and i had heard stories but it's one of those things where the stories just don't they don't do it justice at all at all i can't wait for (laughs) for you to go to christopher uh i mean we had so many dead people and I want to say the first dead person was even before noon, you know, like was black. that Matt? Uh, Matt mm. actually made it past lunchtime. I made it past lunchtime, but then uh, the 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 main day of the festival, it was. Uh, I had a little nap. He did. He napped. I had a little nap, uh, and I went out. <laughs> I went out to the car. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I uh, I hit things pretty hard early in the morning, and about one o'clock. Yeah, I said I'm gonna go take a. I'm going to go out to the car, take a little break. We were going to do a, like a five o'clock show. Six. Six. We were going to go, <laughs> we were going to go live. We were going to go live at six. And I came inside at about five 30 and we ended up going live at eight. Yeah. I think somewhere well, around eight. So I, I keep checking in on Matt, giving him water and stuff <laughs> periodically. And, yeah. um, and we were going to have Risty on too. And so I'm looking at the combination of, Matt, and at this time, Risty was blackout hammered. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, if we go live now, it, we're committing suicide for so many things. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's the uh, the show. Go back and watch the Ristafari episode. And it's, it's up on YouTube. It's up on Facebook. Go back and watch it because it's... It, because I, I never let Garrett talk, and Garrett did most of the talking during that show. Because I was, I was still kind of, you know, waking mm-hmm. up a little bit. Let's say. Well, and it was so. So uh, we're about to go live, and I still remember Tanya like looking Risty in the face and being like, "Are you sure you should do this right now?" And he's like, "I got it. I got it. I got this. I got, I got this. this." And he did. <laughs> he did. Like he did a great job. He. Uh, he. Yeah. He, he was together and water. It was a, a dude. I drank. Matt, I had to piss so bad after that because I was slamming water during that. You can watch, yeah. you can see it on the podcast. I'm just slamming water. So bring Pedialyte. Is that right? 
That's not yes. a bad idea. Yeah. A lot of Gatorade, Pedialyte. IVs. IVs. Yeah. We'll do some of, uh, we'll do some of, uh, I, I think, uh, Mike Rosales from Romercraft does some of these like fancy vitamin IVs. We'll do those. <laughs> you would have lost all your sponsors. Yes, yes. 100%. That's absolutely true. If we would have caught it just a couple hours <laughs> earlier. High on bubble hash. I wish. Yeah. Uh, although I don't I don't know if I do wish that because I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure either. Uh, but it I'm Sounds a, like a kid show. Uh, bubble hash. <laughs> My kid doesn't watch I can that hear show. The, I, I can hear the opening theme song. Bubble hash. Bubble hash. I can hear it right now. Uh, so kind of moving on into... Uh, into more of uh, 2020. So then we've got Oliver Niveau from United Cigar. Then we've got James Brown from Oveja Negra. Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif. Then we had the Quarantina Palooza uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. with, uh, yeah. with the guys from Espinosa. That was fun. Uh, and then uh, the following week, we have Will Cooper on the show, a special Monday, yes. n- special Monday night edition. Um, by the way, stay tuned to the end of this episode right now for more info on Monday nights. Um, then Klaus Kellner from uh, from Davidoff, and then uh, Dave Garofalo, who is one of our heroes in the cigar podcast world. I yeah. mean, it's the Iron Man of cigar podcast, doing it for uh, a thousand episodes, I think, or yeah. something like that. Just yeah. forever, ten yep. years. Um, Started on the radio. Yeah, and then we've got uh, after that we had Miguel Shodell from Crown Heads. We had uh, Casey and Noah from Char. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the, the beautiful, ashtrays. let me lift this guy up here. The beautiful, fancy, fancy char ashtrays, which yes, it gets used. Yes. It's charred and it is, uh, it's always here. And it's awesome. And check and, them out. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and then, so Michael Herklotz from Nat Sherman cigars, unfortunately, sadly, Nat Sherman, you know, no longer a brand in the world. 90, and 90 plus quick, years. And how quick that happened. Like yeah. there was no, it, and, yeah, I thought they were just going to shut down the lounge in New York and, uh, nope. Yeah, no, the whole thing, the whole yeah. thing, the whole thing. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he is one of those guys that we're going to see again. Oh. I don't know where he's going to land, but, but we're going to see him again. So sure. we'll have him on definitely after, after he has, uh, his announcement of where he lands. Um, and then we have, uh, Luis Cuevas, uh, from Casa Cuevas Cigars, um, which super cool guy and, um, uh, and his wife, God, I'm, his, oh, I'm the worst. Marsha, uh, I mm-mm. probably, I, I'm so sorry. I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great interview. We got to talk to them. Yep. Um, the following week was a kind of a different episode for us where, we didn't focus on cigars on this episode. We actually, uh, we had Scott Robinson and, and Leo Brown. Uh, Scott is from beyond the humidor and Leo is from barrels and leafs. And we really just kind of talked about some of the stuff going on in the world with, you know, um, if you want to use the term race relations, you know, I don't really know how else to say it right now, but we just, we talked through some uncomfortable subjects on the show. You know, we agreed on some stuff. We disagreed on some stuff. We had some, we had commenters who who watched live and you know disagreed about some stuff and other people who agreed about stuff. It was it was just kind of we, we just stepped away from the cigar world and really you know um, it was a personal decision that we said let's just dedicate a show to something that that is maybe going on in the world that's a little bit bigger than yep. than us. And it was civil. And it, it was, was civil. And when it was yeah. great. Well, going back to 
what we always say is cigar people are the best people. Yeah. I mean, Garrett, the last time I think you and I smoked together, there were we got a handful eat. of us. Yeah. And people can disagree in a cigar lounge, but it's always, always civil. And that's yeah. what's just fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so then uh, keeping, keeping on through the rest of the year, um, then we had um, uh, we had Eddie from Avo Cigars, which I mean, from Davidoff, you know, and he he's. He, he is really managing all those brands under Davidoff, but, um, you know, we focused mostly on Avo uh, that oh, night. It's mostly his baby. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Tim Swanson from Cigars Daily and American Viking Cigars, which is, I mean, he's a, he's a super cool guy. I definitely encourage you to um, follow, uh, subscribe to Cigars Daily on YouTube because uh, yep. he he, it's a really fun channel. Uh, it's fun and informative, so I and their encourage Facebook you. page is really active. It really too. is, yeah. It just eclipsed twenty five thousand uh, members. The whiskey, yeah, more booze. And this is this this is what Andrew brought for us to enjoy this evening. A little open, and it's really really delicious. So thank you for that mm. small cask. Uh, let's do a let's do a cigar yeah, let's, check in. Let's, let's check in. So Garrett is. Um, that's the cigar that I gave to you, uh, and you're about at the halfway point. So, what are you thinking? So, if I was to name the cigar before lighting it up, I would have said T fifty two or maybe a number nine. Um, I'm not, you, so you 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 got that from appearance alone. From but then, appearance alone. From aromas and flavors, is it kind of in that same line? I mean, it's similar, yeah. and um, I'm not totally off the, the Liga uh, train yet. I know. Dude, I'm sorry. You need you need fire? There you go. Care, um, careful with that one. It'll burn your face off. So you, But it, you like it? But, oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, it's wonderful. What about you, Andrew? What are you getting? Uh, I've got a box press beauty here, yeah. and it started off with... Yeah. Uh, with some spice and some pepper, and then it's kind sure of does. mellowed out from there. Uh, it's still, I wouldn't classify it as a, as a mild cigar, but uh, it's, it's smooth. There's some leather in there, mm-hmm. some earth. Not quite sure what it is, though, because uh, COVID palate. Yeah. We'll, we'll blame COVID. But it's, it's not too strong. It's not blowing your face off. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's delicious. And this one, so the first one we won't talk about. <laughs> I already threw it away. Um, but this one is... Um, it's really nice, uh, because I actually prefer a slightly open draw. I don't like it to be, you know, completely wide open, but this one, you know, definitely there's no resistance really there at all. Tons of smoke output. It's burning really nicely. Um, and I, so I get a lot of on the retrohale, which retrohale is still kind of, I'm working my way back to a mm-hmm. lot of retrohales because it still kind of hurts actually to, to let the smoke out of the nose. Um, but there's, there's a lot of this kind of butterscotch and pepper thing on the retrohale, but there's also some interesting kind of, um, almost like, like leather, like you mm-hmm. walk that smell, you walk into a saddle shop or you walk into a leather shop and that kind of smell that you get. So I'm getting some of that from this cigar, but it's really nice. I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, let's check it in. What's up? Well, Quentin up there said uh, scotch is not whiskey, but scotch is whiskey. Scotch is whiskey. Except you, you spell whiskey with no E. Yeah. When it's scotch. 
there's your your tidbit of information. There you go. For Sco- the night. Scotch is whiskey. Bourbon is whiskey. Rye is whiskey. Mm-hmm. Japanese whiskey is whiskey. whiskey. So, yeah. There are rules that we're, we won't go into now. <clears throat> um, one of these days we'll, we'll t- get somebody. We should do a tasting. We should do a tasting. Yes. Get a whiskey person on the show. Well, and we, we got the thing that. We got the thing. That might happen. Yeah. Well, that's a beer thing. It's a beer thing. Yeah. Oh, beer only? They uh, don't do spirits? A little bit, but more. More beer? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, go on. So let's let's keep. <laughs> not when you're from. Kentucky. Not when you're from. <laughs> well, I guess. But your dating pool is also much bigger if you're in Kentucky. Yeah, you can date people with the same last name. Yeah. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, all right, so then. Moving on further into the year, we talked to um, uh, uh, Enrique from 1502 Cigars. Absolute, one of the just smiliest, happiest, most outgoing, friendliest people you could ever hope to meet. Just absolute blast. Um, And then when this one, we have to pause and play a little clip for you guys. This was, (laughs) we had Jared Trudeau from Christoph on the show. So earlier in the year, I was on late night. One of the uh, the guys from Developing Palettes did these did these uh, shelter in place V herfs, and I dialed into a couple of them. And one of them, Jared was on, and we got into this whole sous vide discussion. And Skip was on there, and Steve Saka was on there, and some other people talking about sous vide. And the the uh, you know sous vide brings out the haters. Mm-hmm. And um, you know I'm fine with that, and uh, Justin Trudeau or Jared Trudeau is also fine with that when it comes to the haters coming out of the woodwork because he just doesn't care about the haters. And he got into this absolutely epic rant, and we're gonna play a couple minutes of this epic rant for you guys from from uh, the show that we had. Uh, I want to say it was back in July, July-ish. somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, just about uh, sous vide. So check this out, really. Um, before we do that, I want to know, Jared, what do you think about sous vide? <laughs> I'm a big sous vide boy. Are you? I'm a big, I'm a big sous vide boy. Yeah. I, uh, and this is a planted question for our audience members who are haters out there of sous vide. This is not a planted question. Garrett just asked this off the cuff. No, so. because our, uh, our resident troll... Did I, did a Facebook commenter yeah. ask yeah. me? Obviously. No, well, who was he, it? Is it somebody Tim, I might know? Tim Sudkamp, who is not. Him. But he's a smart He's a smart man if he is the sous vide fan. Oh, no, he, he is not. No, he's not. He oh, said, oh, so, oh, so he's somebody that forgoes science and common sense for. He said if boiling, if boiling Steaks was a show, this is it. And he's, he, he trolls us. That's, that's him. That's his way of showing us love. But. They, uh, yeah. the, there were some comments on, on some other, uh, threads on Facebook and this and that about, uh, about sous vide and, and everybody, everybody, it's, it seems thinks that sous vide is boiling meats and <laughs> they don't, they just don't get it. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like, do they still carve when they need new tires on their car? Do they still carve them out of stone or uh, hew them out of wood? <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, if, if I gave you the perfect solution to a problem that everyone has, and this is the point in that comment where all of the uh, alphas come out and say, I ain't got no problem grilling. I am man. I have fire. 
I don't have any problem. My steaks are better than your steaks. This is the yeah. point where they all say that stupid shit. Yep. When in reality, you could take a, a seven-year-old and give them a piece of steak and give them a sous vide, and you could say, make a perfect steak, and they could execute. And granted, we aren't seven-year-olds, and you might like something, but the, I take, I make a perfectly cooked, edge-to-edge, medium-rare steak, and then I put it on the grill, and guess what? It's better than yours. It just is. <laughs> it's science. Mm-hmm. It's just science. You're wrong. Yeah. There's numbers, there's data, there's figures, there's absolutely everything in the entire world pointing to science has created a perfect solution to a problem that you might not have thought you had, but you do have. And, 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 and consistency is key. And uh, I, can't be a, I couldn't be a bigger fan of sous vide. If you, if you think you grill good chicken until you've had a piece of sous vide grilled, grilled chicken, you have not had good chicken. You just haven't. You're wrong. So... Troll away. I am ambivalent. You will not hurt my feelings. Uh, You will not hurt my feelings. I will go back in my house and I will eat a sous vide filet mignon and I will be perfectly content (laughs) knowing that you're out there, an old man shouting at the sky, telling me how wrong I am. I am entirely ambivalent to your opinions. So um, go ahead and keep keep doing whatever it is you think is the alpha thing to do and you can call me soft as baby shit for sous videing a steak. But at the end of the day, I'm eating a great steak that's better than yours, and I will laugh myself to the bank. I don't care. I really don't care. I'm dying over here. Oh my gosh! This oh, is a pointless show, show where we where we say "suck it," Tim, <laughs> and all you haters of sous vide. Oh. That was the best soapbox we've had for a long time. Thank you, Jared. Oh. So that that's that's going back our favorite. We oh my god! We actually reposted that that rant as a separate video on on Facebook and YouTube because we just had such a blast laughing our asses off at Jared yeah. for that. It was great, and I I love how he ended his rant. If you just could watch a few more minutes, he rants again. Yes, he goes on a second rant. Yes. And ends it with read a book. Read a, my my, but my favorite is the one right before we cut. I cut it off. There is the and an old oh, man, man screaming at the sky. <laughs> it's just it's great. And so for those of you you know who uh, are still who are still against sous vide, that's fine. Yeah, I made for Christmas. I made a prime rib roast, whole prime rib roast in the sous vide, and. It was absolutely epic. Ditto. And Garrett did too. So you gotta you gotta try it. You gotta try it. Yep. Um so so keeping on with uh 2020, we had uh Claudio from Mombacho Cigars. Mm-hmm. We had and this next episode that we had was actually one of I think it's it's definitely up there in our in our highest viewed episodes. Um we had what I called the industry hive mind. So oh, yeah, we had we had Honest Abe from Smoke In. We had John McTavish from Developing Palettes. We had Skip Martin from Romacraft. And we had Charlie Minato from Half Wheel. Yep. And we just talked about a lot of the big issues going on with uh, the cigar world, uh, from COVID to PCA to branding to a lot of different things. Yeah. It was a it was a over three hour show. We don't do shows that long, but we just just kept going and and really got through a lot of material and, and and to be fair john just sat there and looked pretty <laughs> it was skip and charlie were the 
you know, that was the the biggest banter yeah. uh, going back and forth. But it was all quality stuff. It, it was, was. It was such a fun show. Well, and and we fortunately had to make up for it. Had John back on the show. Sadly, I wasn't on that show because I was yeah. I was sick. But in the real um, we knew we had to have John back on the show because he literally said four words during the whole <laughs> podcast during the whole three and a half hours. He was so patient with us. Yeah. Um. So then. We had. Yes, I yield my time. I yield my time. Yes. Charlie kept saying that on the show. He yeah. kept saying, I yield my time to Abe. He kept doing that during the show because Abe also had to, you know, kind of oh, fight, yeah. fight for yeah, time. He did. Um, and, but he's used to it because he's got his own show and he's used to having to kind of, you know, but, uh, budge in and, and, and get, uh, get some airtime. Uh, so then we had, um, uh, we had Luciano from Ace Prime on the show. Absolutely awesome guest. Such a cool guy. So many great stories. Such a just he has a he's another one of those people that really has a heart for this cigar culture and the things that can mm-hmm. kind of blossom out of this cigar culture, whether it's charities, whether it's anything. Uh, he's just got a great heart yeah. for this this cigar culture. Um and then we had Lee Marsh from Stolen Throne Cigars on the show. If you haven't checked out Stolen Throne Cigars, you really should. They're they're the, especially that Crook of the Crown. I mean, that Crook of the Crown, I just love it. I do too. It's so dark and just meaty. It's a great cigar, and I love the story of the the naming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So go check that episode out yeah, as it's well. A great episode. Um, and then we had Tony Barrios from uh, Stallone Cigars, uh, not Stallone Cigars, but Stallone, Stallone. Cigars. Um, also a guy with a great story, a great, uh, a great history, family history in tobacco and really some very good cigars that they're putting out. Um, uh, then we had Jeff Borshowitz from Corona cigar back on the show. And he's a great guest because we, we get to learn a lot about, you know, so many different things from retailing to farming Farming. to, um, legislative stuff that he's really Mm -hmm. involved in. And so he's a good uh, guests that we get to a lot of facets from um uh george rami from uh mm-hmm. camacho cigars absolute blast talking about fun. the new camacho nicaragua yep. and kind of talking about uh you know camacho's history and and their rebirth and just a huge powerhouse that they are really in the premium cigar world right now as a yeah. brand um then dean parsons from epic cigars um who dean shout out to you thank you you just sent us a beautiful box of the new uh, 10th anniversary cigars to to try Ooh. out. So thank you for that. We're really excited to try those. Um, then we had the guys from Protocol. We had Juan and Kevin on the show. And if you've ever seen any cigar show with Juan on it, you know it is going to be a good time. And we, I mean, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. It is Phenom- phenomenal. It was, it's just so great. And they've got this new, uh, the new cyber, um, cyber crimes, crimes uh, protocol that's out there now. Uh, so excited to uh, uh, try that. Uh, then we had Ron Brown from RTB Cigars on the mm-hmm. show. Another one of these, again, we're, we want people to be able to tell their stories. Yeah. You know, and he's a small, small brand just starting out. And, you know, he's, uh, he's really put together some nice branding, some nice cigars. And, you know, giving him a chance and some other people to tell their stories on the show. You know, it's, it's really cool to be able to, um, to learn from some of these new guys and what they're learning about the industry as they come up, you know, in the early days of it. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to pause, you know, for a, I'm going to pause for a puff for station identification to play the intermission music. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I can't put this down, Garrett. This is good. I know. 
It is just so, destroying it. It's, um, I'm changing my tune to foundation. Okay. All right. That's what my, that's my, how's my poker face doing? Uh, I can't read it at good, all. Good. That's the good. That's what I'm, that's, that's what a poker face should be. It's yeah. one you can't read. Are you, uh, are you picking up anything? Um, I'm uh, brand wise. No. Um, uh, rapper wise, I think barely started. I think what's, I think the rapper is Ecuadorian Habano. You um, are correct. Okay. Um, brand wise, I really can't get a, a handle on it. Um, but, but rapper Ecuadorian Habano from the look and the flavor, um, definitely. Um, but I like it. Uh, again, it's burning. Well, I, I was talking for a long time there rambling on about all the shows and hadn't taken a puff of it for a while. And as you can see, it's fine. It doesn't need, doesn't need the lighter again. Which means it's a damn good cigar. That's right. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, Nicaraguan broadleaf. There was a smirk. There was a smirk. There was a smirk. Uh, continuing on. <laughs> um, th- then we had Nick Sierras from uh, from LH Cigars. Mm-hmm. Nick is a, again. Go back and watch the show. He's a great dude. Um, has a lot of history and knowledge. He's been all over the place. Uh, a lot of time spent in Cuba, learning about Cuban cigar farms, uh, Cuban tobacco farms, Cuban cigar factories. Um, then we had Pedro, uh, who Ooh. is. Pedro from Drew Estate. If you don't know Pedro, you've got to go check out the episode with Pedro. He is so he is one of the fireballs of this. He has so much energy and passion and love, and he's just he's he's a person that that his energy and his positivity infectious. is infectious. Exactly, it is so and, infectious. And he, you know, he's somebody born and raised in Esteli, and you know now he is one of the powerhouse names in really in the premium cigar mm-hmm. business everybody knows pedro yeah and, and such a good dude I, he is yeah great dude um and then right after that phil zangi from uh debonair house and uh indian motorcycle cigars another great story great family story mm-hmm. in tobacco and he you know he's he's kind of um the you know he's he's got the 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 science down the the mad scientist of tobacco you know he really he he knows so much about the uh, the processes that go into curing and fermenting and everything. Um, he's really got a, a great handle on it. So we got to learn a lot from him. Um, following that um, was our, actually our second visit on the show with uh, uh, Pete Johnson from Tatuaje. Mm. And he's always a great guest because he knows so much about cigars and he's got, he's got great relationships because he's just, you know, he's a solid dude and he, um, and he's also got, you know, backgrounds in, in things like music and design and fashion and wine. And, uh, he's a great person to talk to because he's got knowledge about a lot of different things yep. and he loves to just chat. He, he loves to talk and just swap stories and things like that. And, um, and he's a good family man and he's, you know, so involved with the, the Garcia family and the, my father factory and, um, you know, just one of my favorite people yeah. really. Yep. Good show. Um, and then Spencer Drake mm. from uh, La Familia Robina, um, which is just a cool, another great, it's what's so great about this industry, guys, is the stories. There's so many stories. And, um, you know, the, the his his relationship with the Robina family and, you know, from Cuba to Dominican Republic to Nicaragua to Honduras and all the different, 
you know, places that, that these leaves grow that turn into these cigars that we love so much. Um, Spencer's got a great story. So definitely check that, that episode out as well. Uh, then another, after that was another small up and coming brands. Um, we had, uh, uh, Chris from, uh, Chris Moore from Carolina blue cigars, Mm -hmm. who we got to know through Leo at barrels and leaves. And Chris has a great story and he's, he's building his brand. He really is making, you know, doing it right. They are doing it right. They're, they're, they're working with good factories or they're, they're, they're working with people to set up their own factories in Nicaragua. And they're working with the farmers and the distributors and the suppliers to get their hands on good tobacco and learn about the process. They're not just going out there and saying, Hey, yeah, I've got, you know, $50,000, uh, sell me some cigars that you have on the shelf and I'll put a band on them. These, uh, there, there are some brands that are doing that, but mm-hmm. we've been fortunate to talk to guys who are actually learning about the process. Right. They want to put in the work and they want to get to know this, you know, this, this culture. And I think that's great. Um, and then, uh, then we got to have Abe, uh, honest Abe Debabna back on the show to talk about the great smoke, uh, the digital experience, which, uh, we're going to have more info coming up about that soon. It's, it's going to be a killer online event. Yeah. And it's, um, so, so if you guys haven't yet go on smokein.com and buy your, uh, buy your box for party pack. It's, it's an absolutely insane deal. Go check the episode out. It's got all the details that you need about um, how to participate in the event, uh, how to buy your pack to um, it, it, the deal that you get. It's it's like four or five hundred dollars worth of stuff for, I think, one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty bucks. It's yeah. insane deals. So there's go a couple different out. ones that you can get. But, yeah. Um, and you can also be featured on the show. Yeah. Live. So uh, just a, a really cool event that they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had our second visit with Ben Holt from distant cigars, part of that Oveja Negra family. And, you know, Ben took that, that brand and, uh, he did more than resurrect a, a, a dormant brand. He, he, he found the brand and turned it into something completely new. He made it his own, completely yep. his own. And it really, the, the style of the brand, the style of the cigars, the it's it really it really is him yep you know and we also got because he's a uh he's a united states marine yeah we also got it was the birthday of the united states marine Marine corps Corps. we got to learn a lot about the marines about his service and things like that so um oh luciano oh cheers brother thank you for uh thanks thanks for joining us this evening yeah man um and then so the the week after that this was cool the, actually this was the next night we had a special wednesday night show part of the la zona palooza takeover so the guys from espinosa had their their event um and again because of covid they had to have the the event as an online event so they had la zona palooza online yep. uh and we were they they went on to a lot of the cigar shows, ours included, uh, to promote the Lazona Palooza event and just make sure everybody was aware. We're grateful to them that they, you know, used us as a platform to, you know, get the word out some more about it. All the guys at as Espinosa from Eric, Eric Jr., Jack Tarano, Hector, we we just love all those guys there. And and so much. They're a great company, great people. Um, and you know, be be on the lookout for 
if, hopefully for cigar events to make a comeback, for real actual cigar events to make a comeback. And there are a few people who I think did more uh, of those events than the Espinosa crew. They did so many of those events and they were all just a blast. They laughed and talked shit the whole time. And it they're just, again, you want to talk about people that are infectious with um, their laughter and it's the Espinosa crew. Yeah. Just a great group of guys. Absolutely. Um, so just kind of rounding out where, we're, where we're at here, we had, uh, Robert Holt, uh, again on the show from Southern draw cigars. We finally got to present him with the, uh, with the award. So, so if you don't know last year, uh, Robert and Sharon and, and the family at Southern draw cigars, uh, was awarded the number one cigar of the year by how about that cigar for the, uh, the Kudzu Lustrum. And uh, Garrett knows somebody that makes these custom laser engraved uh, solid wood baseball bats and had one put together with the Southern draw logo and the, how about that cigar logo and the, you know, 2019 cigar of the year. And we meant to bring it with us to the trade show and present the award to them. But, you know, of course, trade show, trade show, we don't need no, well, we do. Um, but we, uh, we were going to present it to them there, of course, so that didn't work out. So we, we sent it to them, but they, they've really been away from home. They, you know, they've been spending time uh, traveling and just kind of, you know, staying isolated, really. Yep. So he was kind enough to sit out in the cold for that show um, just to just last month, sit out in the cold uh, and, and smoke with us while we interviewed him and talked about the, you know, the new stuff they've got uh, that's just releasing right now. Yep. Um, showed and, the bat off and yeah. yeah. And then we, then we got to talk to Orlando Gillum from, uh, divine, divine leaf. Thank you. Uh, and that was, that was a, a, what an absolute, just another powerhouse of a guy. He's got energy. He's got love for the tobacco industry. He's got, he cares about his cigars, you know, put set up his own factory and just a cool story and some unique and interesting cigars too. Oh, very. That are outside of the norm. Absolutely. So, and he and I have become uh, pretty fast friends. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. We, we chat on a weekly basis. Uh, and then uh, I got the COVID. <laughs> the Rona. I hit. got so, so, so sick. And so uh, we had uh, Garrett got to know John Strange from the Sober Cigar. Mm hmm. And said, let's bring him on the show. I said, awesome. Yeah, I would love to talk to him. And sadly, I didn't get to talk to him because I wasn't on the show because I was too sick. So, um, but I did, you know, I went back and I watched the episode and, and Garrett did a great job and, and he's a really cool guy with a great Super story. Cool. Yeah. You didn't want to do the episode from bed. <laughs> I could have, but hashtag commitment. Hashtag. <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch! I just got says called. the guy who's been on the show like four times. Now, I just got called out, and he uh, Matt did comment because uh, he did watch the I show. Did, from yeah, bed. that show I did watch from bed. And he live said, and "Behave, comment. Daddy's watching." <laughs> I did. Which, At least you were watching. I which, was watching. Uh, points for that. May have made me tickle a little. <laughs> yeah. So I'm down to the nub on this. You're gonna let that one go now. Well, it's the last third was tremendous. So yeah. I got I got some some caramel do we say caramel or caramel here either one's good because i yeah. think caramel i think california caramel california i think so here's me i think caramel i think dense and chewy consistency 
consistency. Consistency. I, I, was, I, I suddenly had a Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson moment. Consistency. <laughs> I, I think I think dense and chewy, and when I think caramel, I think flowy and runny. Interesting. I said flowy and runny. That's gonna be that's gonna be a clip. That's gonna flow. I think so. Flowy and runny. Runny. Um, so tell them what it is, Garrett. Any guess? Well, the fir- the first two thirds I was thinking padrone. Okay. But now I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so it is the uh, it is the Tatuaje Mexican experiment. Experiment. That's I I don't think I've ever had one of those. Yeah. Fantastic! I, uh, I very will, very I good cigar again. Oh yeah, thank very, you. Very yeah, good cigar. My pleasure. Um, so uh, let, we just got a few more shows to catch us up to today, and then we'll do some tasting notes and talk about other stuff. Sorry to interrupt. No, mm-hmm. no, it's all good. You were there. You were there. Um, so so yeah. So uh, Garrett interviewed John Strange from the Sober Cigar. Um, he is uh, in the UK. He's is he a, I'm sorry, is he an Irishman or an Englishman? He is an Irishman. He's an Irishman, yes. I apologize, John. Don't don't be upset with me. Um, you're, uh, he's an Irishman. He's... But living in the UK. Living in... Yeah, yeah. living in England. Yep. Yeah. So... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Living Ireland in, and England are both the UK. That's true. He is living in, in uh, London. Or not in London. He is in... Uh, uh, is he in England? Yes. He's in England. He's in England. There we go. Step Mansfordshire. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't even know what that is. I'm sure that's a, that's yeah. a town somewhere. It's a town somewhere. Um, so then the week after that, I was really hoping to come back. But on top of my, my COVID got a, got a visitor uh, named pneumonia. So I got a, actually even sicker. Yeah. Um, and then uh, John McTavish from Developing Palettes was on the show on his own. He got to talk. Um that show, I was out. I was so medicated. I was so sick. Yeah. So I didn't watch that episode until the next day. It was it was great. You guys did a cigar gift guide, yeah. uh, gift guide for the holiday season, yep. and that was really cool. Um, it was it was fun to watch. And then uh, we talked to Danny Vasquez from the Voyage from Baracoa Cigar Company. Really cool because you know that that whole story of coming back, uh, relaunching that brand. A lot of fun to talk to him, and yep. he's. I, I remember actually one of the comments that Orlando was watching and commenting during the show, and he was so um, he was so into Danny's story, yeah, uh, that he commented, "I want to be Danny when I grow up." Right, and I just thought that was just so cool because you know for us to be able to learn from these people, and you know a young brand owner like like Orlando to be able to learn from somebody who's maybe been in the business a little bit longer and just yep. gain some com- even if it's just gaining confidence. Yeah. You know, you don't even necessarily have to gain knowledge that will come, but just to gain confidence to go out there and just do something and just make something happen. And that's you know? another part of the show that I've really loved is um, this has become another networking piece for yeah. not only, you know, brand ambassadors, but you know, some of these up and comers that come here and, you know, um, form relationships with other people, uh, that just makes me feel good that yeah. we're providing a platform to, to, uh, foster that. And I love it. Yeah. I love hearing that Orlando and John 
have uh, now become uh, good friends and, and uh, they're talking about doing stuff together. So uh, love it. I love it. It's, it's just a great community. So, yep. um, and then last week we had our year in review show, which was a new thing for us, but a lot of fun. We, I totally uh, underestimated <laughs> the amount of cigar bands that was in this box, but we opened up the, <laughs> the Ben there, smoked that box thinking, yeah, we'll be able to get through these bands. There's thousands of cigars. This, it was the box that I kept most of, not all of, but most of the bands from the cigars that I smoked this year. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll get through these. And we got through, I mean, there's <laughs> that much cigar bands in the box, and we got through about that many in, in an hour. And Garrett's like, we're not going to. I said, yeah, happen. you're right. We're not going to. So Not going to happen. Uh, but I still have the, uh, I still have all those bands. I think I'm going to package them up and just put right 2020 on there and we'll there just do it year after year and then you know 10 years from now we'll go back and say hey let's look at the bands from 2020 yeah it'll be kind of a, a kind of a cool walk down memory lane well and then that brings us to right now we're live this is the last show of uh this is the last show of 2020 um we discussed brief we'll, we'll mention again but we discussed we're not going to do a cigar of the year list this year yep uh, we didn't put in the work to to have enough content to make uh, to make a good list and yeah. you know, that's on us. We, we learn from it. We move on. Um, we already have, we already have things in the works. Uh, we actually, we're working on a review schedule where it's our, we were, we're already scheduled out through March, I think. Yeah. Where it's like ske- reviews are scheduled. This is the name of the cigar. This is the date that it, the review is going to get published. We're working on getting things squared away so we can, you know, actually produce content on a regular basis, be consistent about it. And so, and here's a funny story. We're having a conversation with the kids, my wife and I, and, um, I remember it was around uh, 5 PM the other day. We're having a semi-serious conversation with the kids. My phone is in the next room. It is going freaking nuts with notification dings. And finally, Jill was like, can you go take care of your phone? (laughs) <laughs> and I go and I look at it and it's all these, how about that cigar calendar invites <laughs> from Matt? Like just a yeah. shit ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was after, after we got to the point where, you know, we realized, okay, we're not going to do a cigar of the year list. I sat down and I, I've been working on analytics and spreadsheets and stuff, you guys. And, and I, I actually sat down and I said, okay, these are the reviews that we have the the content for we have the photographs and we have the tasting notes and let's just pick a date for each of them get them on the calendar and start scheduling them out so one a week you know that's the goal is one per week maybe more but the but we're gonna bare minimum we're gonna stick with one per week uh and that's you know that's what we've got going on and it's, hopefully i can get back into some lounges too and yeah do some more i think i think you're we've still got one in the hopper we do. We do. Posted yet, we but, do. Uh, yeah, I got to get it's, on that. Well, it's it's probably okay because I haven't been able to really do yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, and and you know we'd also like to, you know, get you involved in some other stuff. So yeah, for twenty twenty one, if you're up for it, I'm up for listening. Okay. Right. Well, it's just you know my travel schedule gets no. I know can be insane. I so. put you on the spot there, live mm. on the show. Like, say yes. Say yes. say yes. No, I know what you mean. Dude, voice training. Voice training donkeys. It's 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 a full time gig. It's a full time gig. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then you get the, uh, what was the other animal? In the- goats. 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 Yeah. I mean, stay away from sheep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No sheep. Well, Alabama. Never mind. No. Yeah. <laughs> let's move. Uh, let's move along into uh, this week's smokabulary word. And as always, smokabulary is brought to you by AJ Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba. AJ Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera AJ Fernandez are managed under the watchful eye of Mr. Fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of premium cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dios de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So this week's smokeabulary word is glass. Hmm. And specifically in, uh, in, in, for this particular one, I wanted, wanted to talk about glass top cigar boxes. Oh, so legit. Even more specifically, glass top Cuban cigar boxes. Super legit. Super legit. And we briefly talked about this yeah, uh, at one of our really early shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if you're new to the mm-hmm. premium cigar world, and especially if you're traveling uh, to Mexico or Central America. Central America, you will be inundated at every shop with Cuban cigars. Cohiba. Cuban Cuban cigars. It's always Cohiba. Especially Cohibas. And you'll see a lot of these cigar boxes with a plexiglass or a glass lid. Yep. Um, That does not exist in nature. (laughs) It's not. Well, and what they're they're probably. They're probably cigars. They're probably cigars. They're probably cigars. And and they're they're probably tobacco. They're probably mostly tobacco. (laughs) Uh, but, but I have seen crazy, crazy things yeah. inside those cigars. Yeah. They're not for real. So if you get, if you see a glass top box in Mexico, it is not legitimate. Yeah. Don't buy it. If yeah. it's gifted to you, smile and nod. Say thank you. If it's somebody that's really close to you. You know, you can, you know, give it a, give it a week or two and then pass laugh. them out to your non cigar smoking friends. Yeah. Laugh about it. They'll and, get a yeah. kick out of it. Um, and I, I have, uh, there, there was one time that I got a counterfeit Cuban cigar and I knew that it was a counterfeit cigar, but I was curious. I smoked it and I got a little ways into it and I thought, this isn't really too bad. Some of them aren't bad. And then I smoked cigars. a little more of it and I thought, and I, I kept sm- I smoked the whole cigar. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Just um, know that they're not all terrible. However, yeah. they can have presents in there. They could, yeah. Plastic. Yeah, I've seen dog plastic, hair. Yep. Hair. Poop. Yep. Poop. Poop. Yeah. Yeah. Are you speaking from experience? Maybe. Oh. Perhaps. Fecal matter. Like uh, that first cigar that I smoked uh, about an hour ago on the show. <laughs> there might have been there might have been poop in that cigar. Um Whiskey infused poop. Uh, that is this week's. Oh yes, herpes. Tyler says. Herpes. Yeah, there's yes. there most definitely. There's probably herpes in that yeah. cigar. Yeah. Um, speaking from experience. No, not speaking from experience. Uh, and that is this week's vocabulary word. Brought to you by AJ Fernandez.
And now it is time for Numero de los Muertos. All right, guys. Numero de los Muertos is brought to you by Oveja Negra Brands. They bring you premium smoking experiences forged from tobacco, time, and talent. Comprised of Black Label Trading Company, Blackwork Studio, Dissonant, and Emilio. Oveja Negra Brands provide smokers uncompromising blends renowned for their flavor and lasting impression. Oveja Negra, where art and tobacco collide. Join the flock. Visit OvejaNegraCigars.com to learn more. All right. All right, guys. Let's get uh, let's get the comments rolling so we can uh, oh, watch yes. those too. Uh, this week, the number is eight hundred ish in the U.S. People die from this per Every, year. Per year. All right. As always, viewers uh, on YouTube, viewers on Facebook, um, let's get those guesses rolling. Is this uh, winter themed? It is not. Okay. 800-ish per year in the United States. Yeah, and I'll go into it um, afterwards. It it uh, it may get a little dark at the end, but it's uh, it'll be fun on the top part. Actually, then- Tyler's Tyler's comment may work. Is it is it <laughs> is it from the previous discussion? Is it herpes? It is not. It's not okay. It's not herpes. That could have been a dual purpose comment. Is- <laughs> Q, that's not nice. It's not Risty Cigars. It's way it's above not 800. Risty Cigars. It might be a Maker's Mark cigar. Is it, it could, a Maker's Mark cigar? It is not okay, Maker's Mark. Not Maker's Mark uh-huh. cigars. Sorry. Oh, you could have tied that in very nicely. Yeah. Maker's Mark. Yeah. Um, 800. Is it... Uh, <laughs> um, are these accidents? Workplace. Yes. Workplace accidents. Yeah. Uh, not workplace Not accident. workplace. So it's a, a leisure activity? Oh, yeah. And you said it's not winter themed. Correct. Would it be considered a team sport? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. This could get interesting. Um, nope. <laughs> Tangled that's, in bed sheets. That's You know, not going to lie, I was thinking that. Surprisingly, um, that's not that's not out of the ballpark. Oh. That's why you laughed at the skip Martin for the win. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> he finally got it. He's every time skip has watched during this segment, he has guessed auto erotic asphyxiation and he, it, that was it. Finally, I did it. It's 800, 800. That's a lot, dude. Uh, right. There's some kinky people. Out so there. He, and here's, <laughs> oh. but here's what the CDC says about it. It is anywhere from 250 to 1,200. Why it's not a solid number Still for them. Solid. <laughs> it's not a hard 800. It's not a hard it's 800. Not- <laughs> is because um, some of them may not be accidental. They figure some of it is actually suicide on purpose set up to look like auto-erotic. I think if I was going to kill myself, I wouldn't want to be left with people thinking that that's what I was doing. With, right. a, be- with a belt around your neck and your but, pants around so your ankles? The, the biggest, yeah. <laughs> the biggest n- name 
in this um, in recent history was uh, David Carradine. And oh. his, uh, in the thought around his death was that it was on purpose. That. Yeah. Um, so it, it, uh, it is kind of a, a, a gray area and that's why we don't have a hard number, a hard number Kung Fu. That's right. One of the funniest, one of the funniest jokes on any of the comedy central roasts. I don't remember who said it or what the, who the, the, the roasty was, Yeah, but somebody said, you're like David Carradine. You tightened your belt and you came. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was. Those that roasts was, are, are gold. Some of them are fantastic. Just oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't seen the one, it was the roast of James Franco. And um, <laughs> uh, what's the guy? The the tall, lanky guy from Saturday Night Live. Um, Bill Hader. Oh, Bill he, Hader. He played the president of Hollywood, where he comes out in this oh, red right. velvet tracksuit with a blonde or a gray wig and the big like Scorsese glasses. Super and he thick says, New York accent. He says to all the people, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's just <laughs> the, it's the absolute best. And Nikki Glaser, yes, is awesome. Oh, she's great. Um, so uh, that, was a, that was a good one. That was this week's Numero, Numero de, de los Muertos. muertos. Uh, shout out to Skip. Finally, finally. I, I knew eventually that was going to end up <laughs> Yeah. And that's a good way to close 2020 is, <laughs> I, I mean, it, the way the year has been, why not close it out with autoerotic asphyxiation? Why not? You know, it's, if you're going to do it, yeah. you might as well. Might go out. Um, so the, uh, and <laughs> I did not Google it. I believe you. I believe you that you did not Google it, Skip. Um, so we have, uh, we brought it up, I think, on last week's show. And, um, so we are, you know, making a little bit of a change where we, you know, looking at the landscape because 2020 has been a big year for cigar shows. There's been a lot of new cigar shows. And honestly, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of good content out there. There's a lot of people having good conversations. I think keeping the conversations going about, the premium cigar culture is a good thing. As long as the conversations are honest, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. And there, the fact is there's a lot of stuff going on on Tuesday nights on, you know, on Facebook and YouTube with the premium cigar world. We looked at the landscape and while there are still some, uh, while there are still some things going on on Mondays, there's not as much going on on Mondays and there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's less congestion when it comes to cigar shows. So and we you don't have to compete with uh, housewives anymore. You don't have to compete with housewives or the bachelorette mm-hmm. or um, dancing with the goats mm. or dancing with the, uh, uh, the ostriches or, oh, that's you know, my favorite. Um, house, house hunters, vampire edition mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So we are moving to Monday nights and sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> yep, somebody definitely has a case of the Mondays and that is us. So yep. we're moving to Mondays with flair with flair. So, um, you know, be on the lookout for that. Just set your, set your calendars because 
every Monday night we're gonna we're gonna be live. And if you have those reminders set, it'll already uh, it'll already update. remind you. So yeah. that is a good reason, good excuse to go on YouTube and click the bell, and go on Facebook and and you can choose on Facebook to get a reminder every time we go. How live. about that cigar goes live? Mm-hmm. So don't miss that. Um, and we uh, actually this is a good opportunity because because we have Andrew on the show. And we did the lightning round questions with each other yes. last week, but we can do the lightning round questions with Andrew. Absolutely. Um, and um, let's get some let's get some tasting notes on our our final tasting notes on our on our swap cigar. It's dirty. It's di- <laughs> it's a good dirty. kind of dirty. It is. Is it, is it is it like belt around the neck dirty, or is it more like earthy? Um, it's not like a vinyl belt. <laughs> Uh, it's like more a, leathery, like a leather belt. Mm-hmm. Like okay, uh, no, but it is. Uh, it is definitely uh, very earthy, dirty, and I like it. Uh, my my final throw out a uh, guess would be foundation. Oh well, Wednesday. Okay, you. Should have stuck with your first instinct. Damn it! <laughs> because that is a Drew Estate Liga Pravada T52. You called it right. The very first cigar you mentioned was the T52, it and was. that's what it is. And his poker face held up. <laughs> so you had it right at the very beginning. You got to uh, stick. You got to stick with your gut, man. I know. Got to stick with your gut. But so, then you. But then you get in your head about it. Mm-hmm. And then I. And then as I was like halfway through i was like you know it's not as dense as a a t52 or a nine might be another guy but it is uh it is the uh broadleaf it's uh isn't it no the t52 the wrapper is the stock cut habano the the stock cut habano that's right so uh now this one that i'm smoking i i really do enjoy i did call the wrapper already that it's uh ecuadorian habano um it's tough to land on a brand, although I will say this. I'm getting, at this point right here, the the body is starting to increase. Um, it's getting spicier and kind of heavier, you know, that sort of strength feeling that you get up in the chest. Um, there's part of me that wants to say it's a, it's, it's a Espinosa Habano, but I'm not sure... I don't think the overall, and again, my, uh, I can I can uh, lay excuses down right now because my palate's not 100% back, but I don't think it's got the same overall kind of characteristics that, that I normally get from smoking an Espinosa Habano. Okay. Um, but it is, it's, it's definitely an uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, and um, I'm getting an increase in, in strength from it right now. Uh, the retro hail is actually painful in a good way. It's not, it's that I don't mean that in a bad way. It's Hurt just, me good. you know, it's, it's definitely heavy. Um, and I enjoy it and it smokes, it smokes great. The performance is fantastic. So what am I smoking? It is a crux bull and bear. Bull and bear. Nice. Very nice choice. I like that. I like that. That's actually, that's, that's, 
Uh, well, we'll we'll come back to it. Um, I was going to say segue, but we'll come back to it. So now we're going to do. Oh, let me scroll. I got more comments. Um, Warzone. Uh, Warzone is Cameroon. So uh, Quentin, the uh, yeah, the Warzone is Cameroon. Uh, hey, hey, Coop's on the ball. See, Coop knows Warzone is Cameroon. Um, and it's been a year for Cameroon. It has honestly, 2020 has been like the resurgence of a rapper that I've loved since the nineties. Yep. Um, so I'm glad yeah, to I've see, always loved them. I'm glad to see that. Yeah. Know? And when they fell off there for a while, they did, they did. Um, I, th- I think there's, there's a million reasons why I think a lot of it was uh, price and availability of Ecuadorian Habano, you know, became extremely available, extremely inexpensive. And, um, Cameroon, if, if you really get the, the good stuff, the Cameroon tobacco from Africa, yep. it's expensive and it's, it, there's not a lot of it to go around. So um, I'm glad to see it make a comeback. Yeah. Because there's there have been some nice Cameroon cigars. The Hemingway series? Well, the Hem- that's forever. I mean, going back forever, it's such a classic. They were the OGs to yeah. really do that Cameroon yeah. right. And the old Taranos. Yes. The old Taranos with the camera. That's, I mean, lights out. Yep. So good. Uh, that was one of my favorite cigars like 15 years ago. Yep. Something like that. All right. So, so we do the, you've, and you've seen it and heard the lightning rounds. So we're going to go through these with you, Andrew. You think I'd, you think I'd be prepared. Yeah. Having heard it so much. So <laughs> I think we would have been, you, you just fired up a, uh, a Cuba and a Romeo. Yep. Yeah. Is that yep. the petite Corona? Yeah. The yeah. tubo. The tubo. Yep. Is that the one I gave you? Okay, you got no, that in Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> Dubai, there you go. Actually, no, I think I bought these in Amsterdam. Okay, to be honest, this guy, world traveler, I'll okay. tell you. It's All tough. right, if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for ten minutes, who would it be and why? My wife. Oh, you're brave. Wow, I well, am not that brave, dude. No. Yeah, I. Yeah, you, you, what's that Mel Gibson movie? What women want? There we go. You, oh, you, yeah. you, you'd think it's a gift, it might not be, but you still kind of want to try it out. Yeah, but I feel like I would be in the crying game. Careful what you, you know, what? (laughs) Naked in a shower, like rocking, choking yourself with a belt. I can't. I we gotta move. (laughs) We gotta move on. I can't. I can't. I can't. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right. Hey. All right, Andrew. If you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? Something with the word "run" in it. Something with the word run. I am not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. very good. Oh, I ran. I ran, ran so, so far, far away. Going back to the 80s. You don't remember See, that. See, no, I was born in the 80s, and, and, and it's probably my least favorite decade of music, to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. Seagulls? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. That, that was Flock of Seagulls. I, the, no idea. The 80s, yeah. the 80s music is more nostalgic and... Um, uh, just sort of, it, that's really it. It's sort of nostalgic. There, well, there was a lot of bad music in the eighties. Yeah, it was people forgetting about the sixties and seventies. You know, yeah. sobering up. There's and, a lot of the, the yeah, but the sixties and seventies were a lot more fun. Right, they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of bad, but there was a lot of good music in the eighties. The problem I have with a lot of eighties music, not to get off on a tangent, but the problem I have with a lot of eighties music is there were some good songwriters and there was some good songwriting going on. But the the they turn so much of it into this synth stylized pop. synth pop, yeah, and that's what I don't like. That that if 
when you take a lot of those songs and you replay them just with a standard band, guitar, bass, and drums, mm -hmm. I think it changes those songs where you actually get to hear the song you're probably right so that's that's me that's and that's the music major coming out of me so choose one of the following you could hit a home run as a starting pitcher you could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman or you could score a goal in hockey game as the goalie or a soccer game as the goalie is this in like the top professional yeah yes. professional okay. sports i would say uh, score a goal as a goalie in soccer soccer well if that happens, it's typically a last ditch effort. Yeah. On a corner kick at the end of the game, you're the hero. And it's yeah. happened. I mean, there's, I, if I, I'm not a big soccer guy, but from what I understand, it has happened only a couple handfuls of time in history. It happens. Yeah. It, I think it happens more than you think. Okay. But, uh, okay. But yeah, it's a, it's a big deal when that happens. All right. If you could bring, bring back any fashion trend from the past, what would it be? I, I'm torn. <laughs> Because I just watched uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Have you guys seen that? Mm, no. Garrett, you got you to see that it's movie. It's a good movie. Anyways, it's set in the late 60s. And the okay. whole, like, hippie, you know, the, like the guys are super skinny, you know, because probably smoking too much. No, uh, it's, it's that Colombian Bam Bam. Unbuttoned shirts, <laughs> you know. Colombian Bam Bam. Dirty mustaches, long hair. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but probably, probably more like Rat Pack era. Like where where the fellas didn't leave the house without a tie on, you know, like it was a lot that. more classy. Yeah. Fedoras, uh, yeah, fedoras, yeah, you name it. I I think I that could be fedorable, plaid, fedorable, uh, plaid, mm -hmm. plaid sport coats. Yeah, Ooh. you name it. Like, yeah. just think Frank Sinatra, Sammy oh, Davis yeah. Jr. You know, in in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, when you walk through the casinos and everyone's wearing a tie and ladies are wearing dresses and they're smoking, like that'd be that'd be cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, who is your uh, childhood or teenage actress crush. celebrity crush? I have no idea. So, yeah, I was I was sheltered as a kid. Oh, so I didn't I didn't you see didn't a lot. To, of, yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I, then who was your first Hollywood or celebrity crush? Yeah, the that first you remember? celebrity the the first celebrity that you looked at and went, oh, hello, yeah. Like, have you guys? I don't know. Britney Spears, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Again, I mean, she was kind of. She started to get big when yeah. I was hitting that stage in life. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes total sense. And I've never dated a blonde, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and if you could add any person to Mount Rushmore, they don't have to be a president. It could be anybody in history, anybody living or dead. If you could add them to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know. I, I want to say someone like important that has contributed positively uh, to society. Paul Rubens. <laughs> yes. Pee Wee Herman. Mm -hmm. um, Orville Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, th then you think about the, the, the people who have done something just spectacular something that has never been done before like uh walk on the moon for the first time neil armstrong or, yeah yeah you know some, someone like that that's good yeah. i like that i like that well sorry i don't have a better answer no it's all good that's yeah, a great man. answer um so let's talk about um a notable smokable of the week so garrett what's your notable smokable this week um do you have one go ahead Move i do on. yeah i do and you that's go yours so the fact that you gave me a crux to smoke 
Um, I had already put on uh, my list today that my notable smokable was oh, yeah. the Crux Guild. Uh, and I smoked that just a couple days ago. Um, shout out to all the guys at Crux for uh, sending us a nice little gift pack for yeah. Christmas. And I sat down a couple days ago, fired up the Crux Guild. Um, and really, I mean, excited to have my palate start to come back because I, and I've noticed this, this is something interesting. So any, any of us out there who are, you know, dealing with, uh, COVID recovery and getting the palate back, you would think that you would want to start out with mild cigars and smoke a lot of Connecticut's and Sumatra wrappers and stuff like that. Mild cigars to get, I actually have found the opposite is true. Some, my palate is craving things that are bold and that have a lot of depth and complexity to them. Um, and I'm not getting a lot of that from, I, I tend to, when I smoke the mild cigars, I tend to just get this sort of flat, almost acrid flavor from them. But when I smoke the bolder things that have spice and have mm-hmm. earthiness, mm-hmm. that is tending actually to wake my palate up more than the mild stuff. And the same is true with foods. Yep. I was starting to, you know, uh, eat, eat foods. I was like, okay, I'm, I'll have, I'll have eggs and I'll have rice and stuff. But no, what it, I'm actually craving, my palate is craving stuff that's heavier and spicier, uh, and richer. So fatty foods like pork and prime rib and spicy foods and things like that. It's actually helping to wake my palate and citrus, a lot of citrus, a lot of citrus. So, uh, any of you guys that are going through COVID recovery, trying to get your palate back, I, I would, I would recommend that you focus on stuff that's actually, uh, cigars and foods and beverages that, that are a little on the, uh, the heavier and more bold side. And that I think that's going to wake your palate up more. Just drink like, um, balsamic vinegar. Drink straight. Yeah. St- drink straight red wine vinegar. Yeah. That'll. <laughs> I actually, I know people that do that. I do too. It horrifies me. Yeah. Uh, so notable smokable, uh, La Barba Ricochet. Ooh, Ooh, love that cigar. It's a great cigar. Yeah. I just got a fiver. Yeah. Uh, I think it's my second fiver actually. So I've had a a couple. Good price too. Yeah. Good price. It is. Yep. That's when I, when I go to Sodi's, I reach for a lot when I'm in the humidor at Sodi's because it's a great price and it's a great cigar. Um, I'm going to go with the Dominique Wilkins. Oh yeah. I finally did that. Yeah. The uh, Ace Prime um, from Ace Prime, yeah. Um, and you're right. I uh, I liked it more. Did, did than you the prefer skin. it? Yep. Yeah. So the 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 uh, the signature series, the Tiago Splitter, and then the Dominic Wilkins. Uh, I think they're both good, but yeah. I I do prefer the Wilkins. The Wilkins, and it smoked great all the way. Yeah. Um, very bold, good burning, lot of smoke output. Um, great cigar. Super dark wrapper, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of boldness, and you get yep. into that final third, and it it's it's a ripper. Well, you, and I, yeah, uh, that was one. So in Minnesota, if you don't have a garage or a little smoking room somewhere, you will uh, find yourself in a mobile lounge, aka the car. And <laughs> yeah. uh, my wife and I can sometimes uh, we'll go out in the car, we'll watch some Netflix, and I'll have a, a cigar out there, and I could tell by the first third, it's like I'm probably gonna this one yeah and uh i wasn't wrong yeah nice um so we didn't really talk a lot of, we're, we're going to close things out we didn't really talk a lot about 2021 as far as our predictions um but i'll just just to sh- we'll each give a short little like prediction what we think 
we're going to see in 2021. Now, we've talked about this on the show before. I am, I'm pretty much an optimist. I like to, I didn't used to be for a lot of my life. I, I was a pessimist, but you know, years ago, I, you know, worked on turning things around and just, you know, thinking positively about things. And as much of an optimist as I am, um, you know, we got to understand that we're not just going to wake up on January 1st and everything's going to be back to rainbows and puppies. It's there's still a lot of heavy shit going on. And um, I don't think as much as I want things to just open back up and everything's just going to go back to normal. It's not going to happen overnight like we might want it to. And a lot of that is going to go in. I think it's going to go long term. Mm-hmm. As much as I want for trade shows like TPE and PCA and events, you know, big events and things like as much as I want that to open up, I'm not sure if 2021 is the year. I, I, I want it to so bad. I want to go and hang out with you guys and smoke with you guys and have conversations and laughs and, and, and all that. But I, I just I don't know if 2021 is going to see what we want to see as far as things just opening back up again. I think it's going to take a long time. And, and I don't think that's right necessarily, but I think it's what we're going to see. And it makes me sad, but we got to get through it and we got to just, you know, keep, keep pushing for, for, you know, the, the freedoms that, that we're supposed to have really. And that comes from, you know, just, just, uh, be out there and actually do something with the freedoms that you have. And I'm not talking about Facebook, leaving comments on Facebook and posting things on Facebook. Don't do a damn thing. You actually got to get out there. You got to talk to your congressmen. You got to talk to your senators, talk to your governors, talk to your local legislators, whatever it is, you actually have to do something and it, it takes work. And if we, if we put in the work, then we'll hopefully see the results. But I'm hoping for better, but I have a feeling 2021, it, we're not going to see everything open up like we might want it to. I don't disagree with any of that. I um, I think 2020 has kind of set the precedent for how, you know, the world deals with a, a global, you know, issue. Um, though I know a lot of people that refuse to see it as a global issue and they think it's just the U S and it's this political issue, but it's not, it's, it it is a global issue. It is a real threat. Um, and, uh, from it, you know, it's not all, uh, fire and brimstone. There, there are some good silver linings that have, that have come from this, uh, traffic in the morning is wonderful. Um, cause a lot more people are working at home now. Yeah. Uh, but as far as how the world is going to change, um, I think you're right, Matt. I want to say normality. My hope is uh, hopefully six months from now, but realistically, we're probably into 2022 before we really get back into the world as as we've known it. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. What do you think, Andrew? I, I think you guys are right, unfortunately, but uh, you know, I'm maybe more of an optimist than you. I, I don't That's know. That's good. That's uh, good. I'm seeing as someone in the events industry, um, you know, I'm, I'm already getting emails about 2021 trade shows, uh, specifically one that my company is involved with, uh, the next, uh, 
iteration of this show is in Indianapolis. And they're saying, well, Indianapolis Convention Center is, you know, they've been doing trade shows in yeah. 2020. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of restrictions. Obviously, I don't think they're about to let a whole bunch of people walk in and take their masks off and start smoking stuff. Uh, but I think there is hope uh, that we start to return to normalcy. We'll see what this vaccine does. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are excited about it. And I know people that aren't as excited about it yeah. uh, for, for various reasons. But, um, you know, if that's what it takes, uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. 220, 221, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Mom, look it up. Uh, all right. Closing remarks. So we have we're this is the last show of the year. So thank you for making 2020 uh, as crazy as the year was. Thank you guys for watching and listening and making this a fantastic year for how about that cigar we appreciate you all of our guests all of our viewers all of our listeners for making this a phenomenal year for us we've 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 loved every every minute of it of of uh just hearing a lot of great cigar stories and we our goal is to bring more of those stories to you in in the coming year and so starting starting out the year on a great note um we're talking to uh, Eric Gatormson from Cigar Dojo on uh, January 11th. Sorry, sorry, January 4th. Uh, Jan- the very first Monday of the year, January 4th. Uh, Eric Gatormson, Master Sensei from Cigar Dojo. Uh, January 11th, uh, Laurel Tilly from Macanudo Cigars. Very excited to talk to her. Uh, January 18th, uh, Kevin Shahan from Cigar Prop. Uh, they've got a really cool show themselves also on Monday nights, uh, earlier on Monday nights, uh, but a really cool show. Uh, so he's going to be on the show on the 18th. Uh, and then we have more stuff that we're working on for January, but a special Saturday afternoon show, uh, January 30th, uh, the professor himself, Jose Blanco Mm. with Arturo Fuente cigars, uh, Mm. 3 PM central time, 4 PM Eastern time. Saturday, January 30th. Very excited to have him on the show. Um, and you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy year. It's been an awesome year. 2021 is, is going to be fantastic because sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) We we do have a case of the Mondays and we are going to Monday nights. So mark your calendars, set the reminders on Facebook, set the reminders on YouTube. Um, we appreciate so much for you guys, uh, listening and watching, if you're listening, especially on the audio podcast, uh, take some time and make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast. The podcast has honestly been fantastic. The podcast, the audio podcast has grown over 600% in, in uh, 2020. We're in over 30. We have listeners in over 30 countries worldwide. Yeah. And it's uh, it blows me away. It's absolutely phenomenal, and and we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we'll see you in 2021. Hopefully, it's a it's a year that's better than any of us anticipate. Uh, and until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. See you guys. Thank Thanks, you, everybody.